0: You must be at least 18 years of age to listen to the following podcast. I am Robert Black, and you are listening to Sexual Heroes. May is Masturbation Month. Who better to celebrate with than one of the first openly solo-sexual online performers, my good mate Rick, known by the moniker Proud Baiter. Rick is a returning Sexual Heroes guest and a contestant in the great Bait World Bait-Off. Hey Rick, thanks for joining me on Sexual Heroes today, your second time. Yeah. You and I were talking offline, you know, just the two of us the other day, and you suggested hey maybe you know it's masturbation month this would be a good time to talk about it and capture it in a podcast
1: absolutely we spoke last time and uh we had so much that we left to to discuss. and you know this is a great opportunity right now
0: the first thing i wanted to talk about is the origin of masturbation month because i found out some wow. really, i found out some really interesting things do you know how it started yeah
1: yeah, roughly, yeah. It started with a, a PhD student called Carol Queen, is that right? Queen, mm-hmm. Carol a, Queen. You know, feminist and um, sexologist. and right. She's got a PhD on the subject. I was halfway through to studying sex sexology, and I ended up giving up. But, yeah, so well, I'm guessing that's how it all started, hey, with Carol.
0: She was the inspiration for it, and the reason – What inspired her was that at the time, our Surgeon General, Dr. Jocelyn Elders, here in the United States, first African-American female Surgeon General, and our president fired her because she had said publicly that she thought masturbation should be taught in sex ed courses in the school system and there was such an outrage he he terminated her position (laughs) unbelievable at the time carol queen was with a company called good vibrations and she's still with them in some capacity she kind of represents them you know, as like kind of the public face on the company is, is what I get from the website. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's a doctor, a sexologist. At the time they were doing master beta thons. Yeah. It started out apparently the master beta thon was to raise money and people would simply just kind of. I guess like you used to do with a -a walkathon, you'd get people to, to kind of sponsor you. And then depending on, you know, how many hours you spent masturbating or how many times you did, I don't know how they did it exactly, but, but it was something that was done privately. And then it evolved into, it evolved evolved into a public event. And I happened to be at one of those in 2008. I was one of the uh, celebrity guest performers. And I'll, I'll talk about that in more detail later. It was at that time when Dr. Elders got fired from that position, she came up with the idea of Masturbation Month. So we owe it all to her, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. We do.
0: Thank you, Dr. Queen.
1: Yeah, thank you, Dr. Queen. Imagine her thoughts now, looking back at all of this and thinking, you know, I did this, I started this. Yeah, you know, that's amazing.
0: So I've met her because at the Masturbatathon, she was there. I also want to say, before we get too far into this interview, I predict that there's going to be a lot of puns, double entendres galore. Yeah. So I'm just a uh, heads up. Uh, Very good. There we are. Yep. <laughs> See? You go for it. Heads up. See? Here, we're starting yeah. already. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm. Right. So the other day I tweeted that I thought maybe masturbation month should be called solo sexual pride month. Mm. The reason is, I think it conveys,
1: it gets to the issue of what, of what it is all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get you. Yeah.
0: Because people are so ashamed about it. Yeah. Uh, they don't talk about it. They hide it. God, you got, yeah. never talk to your parents about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the, um, that's one of the discussions I had with uh, an interview with another written interview. And um, we sort of discussed about the sense of shame that people have. You know, as you pointed out, it should actually be it could not should but could potentially be a solo uh, a solo issue as a, as opposed to um, to being a just generic masturbation month right because at the end of the day, it's about self discovery it's about y- yourself
0: and it's totally normal when i think solo sexual pride month i'm not necessarily indicating people who identify only as solo sexual like a pride month for them because i think solo sexuality yeah. is something that you can enjoy for 5 minutes yeah an hour A week or a lifetime. So, solo sexuality in general is, you know, it's just such a, it it encompasses so much. So, I'm just putting it out there to everybody. I think it should be solo sexual pride month.
1: (laughs) When all of this started, it was about the act itself. I'm guessing not about individuals. It was about the act itself. So, it's fair to be called masturbation month, but I totally get your point.
0: When I say solo sexual, I'm not indicating the way somebody identifies, but the act itself. So the, so a solo sexual act and pride connecting it with pride. And anyway, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess since, since we did mention the master beta I kind of wanted to share a little bit about that story because I've mentioned it before, but I've never really gone into detail and I don't know how it started. And so, yeah, I became one of their celebrity guest performers. And all the other performers, the ones that were there specifically to perform for the audience and not just, you know, on the sidelines doing their thing, they were all female. Everybody was female. Right away, I got kind of
1: intimidated.
0: That's a lot of pressure.
1: (laughs) I, I guess her point was about the, you know... Females, feminism.
0: Well, no, I just think they. I think it was easier for them for them to get female performers at the time. And this is back, this is yeah. back in, I think it was two thousand eight. Mm. And the, and a female can, f- you can fake your way through it, right? You don't. Yes. You don't have to mm. show an erection. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's easier for them to create some kind of performance art around masturbation. Masturbation, but, yeah, but. I really needed to rise to the occasion, and
1: yep. you so, needed to work. Eh?
0: Yeah, it was it, it was challenging because there were a couple of like side rooms where people were doing their own thing not not performers, but just there as you know part of the betathon. And then there was one large area with you know kind of the stage section, but then they actually had like a seated audience of people who had gotten tickets to come into the betathon. thon I mean, clothed, women, men. Uh So... You imagine. <laughs> yeah, you would love it. I know.
1: Yeah. Bring it on, baby. I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But I saw that, and I was like, oh my god, what did I what get did I myself check. into? Yeah. So, my idea was to... I wanted to come in my own mouth. That was going to be kind of the yeah, the thing to make it more interesting. Instead of just sitting there jerking off. Hmm. So, they had a couch there and I I did kind of a strip uh sort of a strip tease and then got into position so I was, you know, ex uh, upside down on the couch, head hanging down off the seat, legs up, and I was stroking and it was it was challenging. Just because there were, you know, all these people around and the fantasy of doing it was way different than the reality. Yeah. Well, they had a violinist there and he decided that he was going to help me out. So he came to my side closer and he started playing this. Tune. I wish I knew. It's probably a familiar tune that people would know. But um, and he just as I was getting closer and closer, he was going faster and faster. Yeah. Until I eventually did shoot in my mouth. But I want to tell you that was
1: challenging. Well, good on you. Yes. <laughs> well, I can only imagine because you have so many things happening, eh? And you have to jiggle between. Okay. How am I gonna? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna work? And how am I gonna look good as well? Yeah. Whilst I'm still like, shaking <laughs> nervous or,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, when you, when you masturbate on your own, you just, you kind of can get inside your head, but when there's an audience, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking about yeah. making it entertaining yeah. as well as enjoying yourself. As far as I know, they don't exist today, at least not put on by the Center for Sex and Culture, which is the, the ones who had, hosted it when when I did it. Maybe we can get a master bait-a-thon here in Palm Springs. That would be fun. <laughs> the other day we were chatting and you said you you said something about it there's being about there being a difference between a baiter, B A T E R and a baitor, B
1: A T O R. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, sure. People ask me what the difference is, because they think it is just a misspelling. Like um, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was actually mentioned on a podcast the other day, and they said, "Oh, proud baytor with O R, how odd! You must be a mistake or a misspelling." And I was just laughing to myself, thinking, "Oh my god, this guy has no nothing about baiters. Mm-hmm. So this is the way that I see it. Not someone else's. Um, it, it is not someone else's opinion. A bater. With ER is someone who is a, a casual baiter, someone who enjoys doing this and doing that and baiting. And, um, you know, so most people who enjoy masturbation, I guess, they could be considered baiters with ER, but they can also enjoy other things, mm-hmm. sex, penetration, or whatever. Whilst a baitor with E, with OR, mm-hmm. those are the people who dedicate their sexual lives to masturbation. Those are the true beitors. So they are not interested in sex. They are not interested in anything else but masturbation. So if you think about it as well, masturbator. So if you cut that down and call it beitor, Then you have the person, the masturbator, the person who does it. Mm -hmm. A baiter baiter with ER would be connected to the act itself. Masturbate. Mm -hmm. So you just cut those two words. One is about the act, and it's very generic. The other one is about the person.
0: It's about identification.
1: Yeah, it's how you identify it. Yeah, yeah. if you want to call yourself a baiter just because... Go ahead. But if yeah. you call yourself a baiter with OR, people will be expecting you to bait, <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: I don't know about that. I consider myself a baiter OR a baitor OR, a baiter, a baiter, O-R. Yeah. Yeah. because oh here okay, so so let's talk about how I see the difference. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Someone who is a baiter, B A T E R, Is someone who would talk about being a baiter and write it as B-A-T-E-R because they're not even aware of B-A-T-O-R. You know, it's somebody who the, the community isn't on their radar. It's not, it's not a focus of their sexuality. Does that Mm -hmm. make any sense?
1: Yep. It does Um, make total sense.
0: And, and for them, for some, for someone like that, baiting might be something they do because what they'd rather be doing isn't available and they Mm -hmm. want to get off. So they're going to just masturbate, Mm -hmm. but a bater B A T O R is somebody who enjoys baiting as steak and potatoes sex. Like that is, that is a great act and it's not something that you're settling for. That's, that's how I see the difference.
1: Yep. You're not far from uh a, you're not far from what I said, okay. and it's good that we talk about it because mm-hmm. I can literally see that a lot of people get confused, and a lot of people think it is a misspelling problem. Or, yeah. Okay, so Proudbator, for example, my username, Proudbator was not available, so he had to use the one with OI. But in fact, I've been around for a long time as Proudbator at the time, there was nothing like that around, mm-hmm. and I specifically chose my username because of that reason. Right. But yeah. well, I can definitely see people get yeah sort of mixed up with the spelling. The beitor
0: community certainly has grown over the years. Hell yes.
1: Because when did you start your presence? Spoke the spokesperson. The spokesperson of Beitur, nah, nah, nah. uh, two thousand and seven, roughly. Wow. That's, that's what I knew for sure. This is what I want to do. And, and it's so funny how it changed because it, it changed over the years. When I started and then later on, I found Bait World a couple of years later, two or three, three years later, mm-hmm. I found about Bait World. I felt like I had found my, my family really. Yeah. But before that, it was so bizarre because everybody was like, onto me. Like, what's the problem with this guy? What is, Yeah, what's wrong with him? You know, like I've read many topics on it of people asking, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here we are. It's Masturbation Month, and Bait World has created an event called the Great Bait World Bait Off.
1: When they told me about the title, I laughed because uh, I thought, Very yeah, it does sound like, like yeah, it does sound like something else, but it's actually really <laughs> clever because yeah. it's, it's got a humor to it, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I, yeah. I thought it was
0: genius. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell everybody a little bit about what what the bait off is?
1: It is a, a sort of a reality type competition, and um, there are six contestants, and I'm one of them. And each week, we have been tasked with a challenge. In one week, we have to present a video, five-minute videos, actually, for each one of us. So each week, each one of us has to present a five-minute video that BitWorld will then put together in a much longer video. Mm -hmm. And each week has a specific challenge. For example, the first one, which came out today, Mm -hmm. is revolving around... uh, morning wood <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know so you have to be in bed and then we have to show the viewers what we do with morning wood and and, and uh, how we solve the situation so call it <laughs> in my videos and uh so next week i'm not entirely sure what's coming but i think it is something to do with baiting with food i may be mistaken and so on and so forth so at the end one of the contestants will be crowned the Master Baiter 2022. Wonderful. Now, so I looked
0: at that first video of the contestants, the Morning Wood video. You? Yeah, of course I did. I'm interested to see what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm very impressed. Are you? Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, uh, I'm actually really impressed with the other contestants yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. Not all of them have a very public persona, correct?
1: That's correct. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think one of the, um, I'm not going to give all the names, but mm-hmm. I think one or two of the guys are not actually performers. They're mm-hmm. just beaters. Yeah. Yeah. Good on them. Good on them. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I said to them as well. I said, Oh, good on you, mate. Yeah. You're not a performer. You have no experience with uh, being in the public eye mm-hmm. and, um, I can definitely tell that they are kind of, you know, trying to stay really private with their identities and things like that, mm-hmm. and, and I really respect that. I think yeah. each one of us is on a a completely different stage in our online presence, per se. Right. And I'm good on them for doing it. Yeah. 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 Even
0: my own online presence around baiting has really evolved and continues to evolve, and um, you know, I found out that baiting on cam is not going to lead to the end of the world.
1: (laughs) No, exactly.
0: (laughs) It's a lot of fun. So it's running six weeks, six different challenges. Correct. That's correct. Okay. And then it's, it's fan based. So it goes by number of votes that are cast for each performer. Mm Yep. That's right.
1: So each, each member of bait world Mm -hmm. can vote only once. Mm-hmm. And if you have a premium account you can vote twice. Yeah.
0: Yes, I did look at the the first challenge yeah. video. Challenge. Yeah. Yes. And on the on the um, when you go to the website it shows each of the contestants and it asks them to answer different questions. One of the questions that I, they asked each of the baiters was what's your favorite bait fantasy? You said it was to have a bader ranch.
1: Yeah. Well, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I live in New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a place where we have more ship than people. It's five million people. Uh-huh. So a lot of people live in rural areas. Mm-hmm. And I've always dreamt about having a sort of a farm, sort of a retreat That you could have and you could welcome all the baiters for the weekend or something. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, everything revolving around bait. Everything would be really well organized. Like, okay, everybody, it's 8 a.m., let's bait in this theme. Or or this is what we're going to do this morning. Mm -hmm. Or this is what we're going to do this afternoon. It's not like a... Like a place you go to and, uh, you know, just do whatever you like. It's a place with rosters and a really well organized sort of literally a retreat.
0: Yeah. Thing the different events would all revolve around baiting or not necessarily. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. All of them would be all about bait,
0: not, yeah. not excursions to go. <laughs>
1: no not at all sightseeing yes. we we would definitely not be looking for mushrooms <laughs> yeah
0: okay um, well, um now i'm just thinking we should have a masturbation or a a baiter resort here in palm springs it could be called um uh in hand i n n hand in hand yeah good <laughs> okay uh, Wah, wah. Um.
1: No, that was, that was still a good one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you, you still have
1: a Just for Fans account, and do you want to talk about it? And what how has that evolved? Well, I mean, I'm getting older, I'm maturing now. So, I think, to be honest, a lot of people, because this is something that I was thinking about yesterday, this may veer off the, the, the topic a little bit. A lot of people that follow my stuff, they, they think of me as that young man in his twenties and that a lot of the stuff that's still coming out today on social media is from 10 years ago. So obviously I look like a baby, but as I'm maturing now, you still look like like a baby. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the hope, but as I'm getting older, I feel like this is the perfect time for me to show what I can do. Because I have, like, if you watch, some, a lot of people ask me, why don't you post those really old videos from 15 years ago or so? When I was all over the place, mm-hmm. I was, like, moving around and telling people, I'm going to move this camera, I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And nowadays, I'm like, okay, this is it, guys, let's do it. It's, it's like I build a lot more confidence over the years that I didn't have before. Right. And I guess this is the way that I'm evolving now. And, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I hope that the future is going to be nice and bright because I'm just getting better and better and better in what I do.
0: If you want to talk about age and numbers, you're still on the young side of the spectrum of, of performers out there right now because there's a lot of guys doing it into their 60s. Yeah.
1: And this is something else that I've noticed. Like, the people that... Like, I'm on sort of crossroads right now. I'm sort of in the generic sort of type. As before, I was the twink. But I'm not old enough to be a daddy or, like, the daddy bear type. So I'm sort of in the mid... I mean, right now, I'm sort of in that mid sort of limbo. What what, what are you? Like, you know, because I'm not a hairy guy. I'm not a twink anymore. But I'm not old enough to be the daddy type. So... This could be sort of harming a little bit in terms of business okay well
0: on but, the on the flip side of that though, yeah, I think people can look at you and see what they want to see if they're younger than you and they want to see an older daddy, they can see that in you yeah, um, yeah, if, definitely. if they're older and they want to see somebody boyish, let me tell you 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 pull that off for sure. Can I pull
1: it off still yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely Wow. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned that you're not hairy.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. Um, not at all. No, I mm-hmm. just have pubes and hairy legs, yeah. but I have no hair anywhere else. It's just natural, naturally smooth. Now,
0: I've talked about this before in podcasts. I had somebody on, uh, furry critter, who uh, we talked about him being hairy because it's something that I always wished that I was. I always wanted to have this super hairy chest.
1: Well, join the
0: club. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that something that you yeah. wish you had? or you're... Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I really wish. Okay. That's what I find attractive in other guys, you know. Oh. It's, and, and I wish I had that too, but yeah. So, that wasn't for me, and I'm just going to accept whatever I've got.
0: Do you feel the way I do, which is that an incredible advantage as a performer if you're hairy? Oh, absolutely. 100%.
1: And that's what I noticed as well on social media. Like anyone who's got a hairy chest that posts something online will get thousands of likes. Right. So you definitely can see that that's what people want to. Yeah. That's what people mostly enjoy.
0: I said in an earlier podcast that if if there were two versions of me, one hairy, one smooth, and we each were on Chatterbait performing, yeah. the the one the hairy version of me would have... like yeah, it would crash the site. <laughs> would have yeah. Definitely 10 times more viewers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you? Is there a performer that you look at and you think, wow, this guy's really got it together. He's so cool.
1: There are quite a few performers, actually. Um, a hairy artist. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's from... Fort Lauderdale. I think he's on his 60s now, but he started at around the same time that I started. Okay. He was he was doing similar bait stuff, solo stuff as well. Boy, he was amazing. Enough. So that's someone that I truly admire. Why? Oh, because I, I think he plays with fantasies as well, and that's something that I really enjoy exploring. He's not the kind of person who sits there and just bait, you know. Mm-hmm. He'll just like me. He will always go, you know, explore Like the ways he's presenting and the ways, you know, like he builds a fantasy around the stuff that he's doing.
0: How do you inject fantasy into a solo
1: performance? Oh, there's so many ways, but mostly by creating a narrative. And that's what I really enjoy doing. I create a narrative. Like, today I'm going to be the priest, and this is what we're going to do. So let's pray with conviction, and, and you build a story from there. Mm. Instead of just sitting there, oh, I'm going to come. So th- to me, I try to stay away from that and sort of have normally have a, a theme or a topic and then really go for it.
0: You had mentioned to me something about there being pitfalls to being a baiter. What kind of pitfalls would a baiter experience?
1: A lot of people can perceive Masturbation is uh, something to be shameful shameful of. And uh, now we have Masturbation Month, and mm-hmm. we are having the bait-off, which is a new mm-hmm. thing in this little universe of ours. And I think things are changing a lot, but there are still many people who feel like they have to hide it. And this can cause a lot of, uh, I'm guessing, mental Mental struggles for people. Because mm-hmm. imagine if you are a proud baiter, just think about it like this. Imagine you being the proudest baiter ever and not tell anyone about it or not being able to demonstrate it or explore it with other people or tell other people about it because of, I don't know, cultural background because not many countries are the same, eh? Like every country has their different completely different ways to perceive masturbation
0: if you go somewhere to let's say you're going to a party and it's a party where there's a bunch of gay men and if people were talking about their sexuality and somebody said oh yeah i'm solo sexual they'd probably all just become slack jawed for a moment and not even know how to respond to that
1: (laughs) <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, I've been in that situation many times before myself. All of like people ask me, "What are you into? Are you top? Are you bottom? What's the story?" And I was like, "Okay, oh, hey, I'm actually a beter. I have nothing to do with all other stuff." <laughs> oh, wh- what do you mean? What I mean? Like, what do you mean? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they can listen to my podcasts and they can find out.
1: So, Rick, before I
0: wrap up, just tell everybody, um, tell everybody where. They can find your content.
1: Right. So you can find me nowadays at justforfans forward slash Proulbator. And what you're going to expect from me is normally three videos a week. Mm. Sometimes more, but normally three, three videos a week. And they are not the 20 second TikTok videos. They are proper, well produced, uh, half an hour long videos in which we explore masturbation. So everything that I do is relating to masturbation and cock fantasies, compilations. Like I put several hour-long compilations and I still have videos that I haven't used.
0: Rick, my good mate, thank you so much for being on Sexual Heroes today.
1: Thank you for having me, it was such a pleasure.
0: Information about each guest is included in the show notes, along with links to my XXX homepage. Twitter account, and Patreon page. Patrons get early access to episodes. You can help me grow my audience by telling a friend today to visit sexualheroes.com, and be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.